0: Hey, boy. I'm on nothing. Da na. This episode is brought to you by Essentials by Temi. Created with luxury and wellness in mind, Essentials by Temi is an organic, plant-based skincare line founded by Nigerian-Canadian beauty advisor Temi Shobowale. Create an account at essentialsbytemi.com to be notified when a new batch is ready to order. Hello and welcome to LeBon. My name is Evelyn and I am your host. So today's episode, we are talking about all things college. So I got my bachelor's degree from the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, which was um, one of the many University of Maryland. So there's the OG University of Maryland, College Park, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and then there's also University of Maryland, Eastern Shore, and I think now there's also... University of Maryland University College, which is in downtown Baltimore. I was lucky enough to live on campus for I think about a year and a half, not a full two years, but I stayed in the dorms freshman and sophomore year, and it was a really cool experience. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but me and the people that I lived on the same floor with, Freshman year especially became so tight. Like the very first week of being on campus and living on campus, you know, they make you do like these ice breaking exercises and, you know, get to know your neighbor and all this other stuff. And we just really bonded as a group during that time. And I'm still friends with a lot of these people to this day. We were really lucky because RRA. RA... Shout out to our RA, Dan. He was awesome. But he wasn't like a lay down the law kind of RA. And I will say we took advantage of that <laughs> like any college student would. Um, we used to get rip roaring drunk all the time. Um, one thing that I love is that we used to hot box the bathrooms. Um, and when I went back a few years after graduating to visit somebody, they had built a new addition to the dorm that I lived in. And um, they showed me how the bathrooms, like the actual bathroom stalls where the shower and the toilet were, had smoke detectors inside of the bathroom. I cannot think of another reason to put smoke detectors in the bathroom besides the fact that we hot boxed it and they needed to find a way to stop people from doing that. So, you know, we kind of influenced the future architecture of a new dorm building. So sorry about that, guys. That's kind of our fault. But needless to say, we had a lot of fun. So basically, this episode is just going to be like a walk down memory lane for college. Um, all my favorite stories. I reached out to a few of my college friends and asked them if you had to pick like your top three favorite moments in college, what would they be? And so I came up with this list based off of that. So number one was Snowmageddon. So I think it was sophomore year, fall semester. So that was maybe 2010 or 2011. I can't remember. But there was this huge, huge, huge snowstorm on the East Coast, and I'm talking like feet of snow. And it snowed for like something like 48 to 72 hours straight, and we ended up being trapped on campus because I was living on campus. And it was like going to college without the classes. So we got to hang out and socialize and have fun, but we didn't have to take any tests or go to class or anything because... UMBC was mostly a commuter school, so most of the students drove to school every day. Most of the students didn't stay on campus. So for those of us who did stay on campus, with classes canceled, we kind of just got to have fun for that full week, so that was awesome. I can't remember why, but I think at the time I wasn't drinking, um, and I just remember though that we would go... the top floor of the dorm building we lived in and go rage with our friends up there because they always, always had alcohol, even during the blizzard, like before it stopped snowing and before the snow got too unmanageable to like walk through these Homies of ours upstairs walked to the liquor store down the street from the campus and like stocked up on booze. So it was easy for us to just like drink their booze and luckily they were super chill and they were super willing to share cuz they had so much. So we would go up there every night and have a lot of fun and I would watch my friends get really ripped and it was just a really good time. We had movie nights and we got to make, eat dinner together and hike through the snow to get to the dining hall. And it was just like such a wonderful core memory of college. Um, most people wouldn't think that like a snowstorm would be so much fun, but we made it fun. We made it a lot of fun. We were just like really close as a floor in college, like the, the dorm floor. And so it just made it the experience that much more fun because we had such a tight knit group of friends. So another story, Hmm. I think a story that would really, (laughs) my friends are going to love that I told this story. (sighs) So since we lived on campus, we ate a lot of our food on campus. So there was the dining hall and then there was like the commons, which was further down into the campus, but they had like more options for food. It wasn't just the same dining hall stuff. They had like burgers and Mexican food, quesadillas and things like that. So one day we all went to get burgers at the burger place in the commons and I don't know they were having like an open mic night or some kind of musical thing because there's always like this stage in front of where you eat in the commons upstairs and so that day when we got our burgers there was something going on where they had people on stage performing. So I don't know about you, but if you've ever performed, it's very nerve-wracking, it's very intimidating, and, you know, it can be rough because people have no obligation to pay attention to you or give you any, you know, clapping or anything. They can just ignore you. And so there was a guy on stage playing the guitar, I think, and he was pretty good. He was pretty good, so I'm eating. And watching this person play on stage because they're literally on stage in front of us. It's kind of hard to like not pay attention. But I guess I paid attention a little too hard because he finished his one song and then he looked me dead in my eye and said, I wrote this song in 1975, for that girl right there. And I remember being like, Me? And he goes, Yeah foxy and starts going down 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 foxy and it was I mean so embarrassing my friends just like started howling with laughter they literally still call me foxy sometimes to this day and it just like it stirs up such an uncomfortable emotion in my soul because i mean he played that whole song while looking me in my eye and going foxy to the point that i had to leave like that i had to get up and be like you know what i'm done with my burger this is too much i didn't sign up to be like a part of this interactive moment and so yeah that was really awkward and you know just because somebody's paying attention to you on stage doesn't mean you gotta like Make them a part of your performance. Like, I would have preferred to not be a part of your performance, sir. So I just hope that he's not still doing that because that eye contact and that intensity was its a little much for me. Like, I'll, I'll pass in the future. But my friends love that story and they love to call me Foxy to this day. Spring semester of my sophomore year, I actually did not attend school, I had to take a semester off because something happened with my financial aid and I ended up owing like a couple grand. So I had to take the time off to like work and make the money. And when I did come back, I decided that I wanted to live on my own um, and work. I was working in a diner and they had another location that was like two miles away from my college campus. So I decided that it would be too much to like drive to work and then drive to school and then drive home to my parents' house. So I moved out and I moved into a house with my college friends that I lived in the dorm with. And um, let this be a cautionary tale to strict parents. If you're gonna like keep your kid under your thumb your whole life, The moment you give them some freedom, they're gonna lose their ever-loving minds. And it's just, it's just true. You can't expect to never give anyone freedom and then them not to like go overboard when they finally get it. So cautionary tale parents, give your kids a little freedom because when they get to college, they're gonna lose their absolute minds. Um, so I moved out, I moved into this house with my friends and it just ended up becoming like this huge party house i'm not gonna lie it we became the number one place to party at umbc which was really surprising because first of all umbc is like a nerd school like we were big in stem which is science tech engineering and mathematics um a lot of like nursing programs, a lot of mechanical engineering programs, just like a lot of really smart, nerdy kids. We And UMBC wasn't really known as a party school. So when we moved into that house, though, we became a party school because of us. One year we had homecoming and I remember I worked at the airport and I was so tired. It was it was freaking donald glover childish gambino came to perform at our homecoming one year and i was so tired from work that i slept through his performance but everyone told me he was like wasted off his ass so it didn't really matter thank god after that performance we planned a party um, in advance because we knew that you know donald glover was coming to perform so we thought we'd have a party at our house after because everybody would be on campus for that whatever So I was usually in my room smoking weed um, at any given point during the party. So I remember when we got back from the Donald Glover show, I went in my room to smoke some weed to decompress and it didn't matter because there weren't really a lot of people in our house at that point. Like it was just the people who came home with us from the concert, which was probably like 10 people. So... I was in my room with a few of my friends, losing track of time, kiki kiki king. When I finally come out of my room, it is packed. I mean, packed. So the house we lived in was three levels. It was an unfinished basement, the kitchen in the living room in the first floor, and then all the bedrooms upstairs. So. When you open the door to my room, there's like a landing to the stairs or whatever. It was crowded up there. And I'm like, what are all y'all doing up here? Like, there's plenty of space downstairs. Like, what are you, what, what would me, make you need to crowd this area besides maybe going to the bathroom? But as I made my way downstairs, I realized, like, oh my God, there's a reason they're up here. There's no space for more people down here. Like, our house was packed. Like two, like probably like if a fire marshal came in there, they'd be like, This is a fire hazard. I need everyone to get out. Cause it was bad. Like I could barely maneuver my way through the house. I remember being like, yo, when did all these people get here? Have I been up here smoking weed that long? I mean, like I told you at the beginning of this episode, we weren't like the number one University of Maryland. University of Maryland College Park had a frat row. They had a huge campus that was like miles, you know, it it just kept going. They had all kinds of different dorm places. And yet all these people who went to University of Maryland College Park were at our homecoming party. I was like, are we like the fun people? Are we the fun party? Are we the party to be at? Because everyone is here. I mean, people that never came to a party again showed up. Like, we had to kick people out because people that we didn't mess with, like, that we had beef with showed up to the party. Like, we had to kick them out. There was this guy that I was obsessed with at the time. He was, like, older than me and very elusive um, foreign man. He even came to that party. Like, that's how I know. I was like, oh, no, we're popping because this is a grown man. And he came to this house party, like. He has much better things to do. I'm sure there are classier events to attend. And here he is on my raggedy couch in my living room. Like, we're popping. Like, we were the place to be. That homecoming party was insane. And, um, the, I mean, when I tell you everybody came to that party, I just kept being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, everywhere I turned. Because it was people that I hadn't even seen since maybe high school graduation, which at that point was, like, three years. So it was just so much fun and you know it was fun because we almost got kicked out of our place cuz of it uh the next day or maybe the weekend after that we got this letter from our landlord that was like we got all these noise complaints from your neighbors if it happens again you'll be evicted and it was it was not good but it was fun we had a great time that house i have a lot of good memories in that house um Some bad ones too. There was this one time, (laughs) there was this one day after a party, can't tell you what party it was. We had a lot of parties, but there was this one day after a party where I woke up in the morning and went downstairs to get myself something to eat. And when I went to go grab the railing in the wall, it came out. But the way that our stairs were was you kind of had to round a corner before you came down the stairs. So I rounded the corner with a lot of confidence, like really expecting this rail to hold me up. So I kind of went down the stairs quick. And when I went to grab the rail and it gave out from the wall, I kind of just went flying. So I went airborne and then I landed smack on my back on the stairs. In hindsight, I should have sued the people whose house that was because like, why is your handrail coming out of a wall this easily? I'm not like unreasonably large that handrails should be coming out of the wall. On me. So that was very painful, and I should have sued them, especially considering, like, when all was said and done at that house, we owed like $2,000 in damages. I mean, we messed that house up. There was one time this guy came to our party that we didn't really know. He was like a friend of a friend. And he got all hopped up on cocaine. And I guess him and his reflection in the mirror in the bathroom weren't really vibing. And so he punched it and broke our mirror and cut his hand all up. And so we had to kick him out. Um, There was another time our, our one friend kept punching holes in the wall. We were like, what is wrong with you? Like, you got some anger issues, dog, to keep punching holes in this wall. And then there was another time where this one girl just leaned up against the wall and it crumbled underneath her. Like, the house wasn't well-built. It didn't—it wasn't well-built. Did we treat it well? No, but it wasn't well-built either. So, like, I think it was a bit of both. Like, the fact that it was such a crappy build and the fact that we were just, like, reckless college students. Like, what do you want? But um, we only lived in the house for a year, and but it was fun. It was a fun year. We raged super hard. At one of our Halloween parties, um, my roommates, Dan and Rashid, were kind of beasts at beer pong. And so at this one party in particular, they ruled the beer pong table like the whole night because they never lost. I guess one of our other friends wanted to throw them off their game. And so our friend Abel, I wasn't there, but I heard about this from a lot of people, Apparently, to throw them off, walked into the kitchen where everyone was playing beer pong in nothing but his Batman mask, like fully naked, like the day he was born. And needless to say, pretty sure Rashid and Dan lost after that because it definitely worked. It threw them off their game. But that's kind of how the parties at our house were. Like, you never really knew what to expect. They weren't exactly well planned out. Um, they, we just kind of told people, like pay, hey, bring booze. We have some, but we're not going to have enough for everybody. So just bring your own. And then, you know, come over and rage. People were, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty reckless. And there were a lot of holes in the wall. At one point I thought the floor was going to give out in the kitchen at the homecoming party because there were just, when I tell you there were so many people at that homecoming party, we were like, no, we did not invite this many people. Like, how did the word get out like this? Like, it felt like Project X before Project X was a thing, minus setting the house on fire. Although there was one time where one of Dan's friends set a ping pong ball on fire in the living room. So fire was a part of the equation at one point or another, but not like it didn't get too crazy. But it was pretty, it was pretty wild. Like living in the house was pretty wild. Um, we ended up moving to a nicer house in a more quiet neighborhood, and we didn't throw any more, like, ragers. We threw small parties at that house, but it was nothing like we did at the last house. Like, if we threw a party at this new house, we knew everybody at the party. It wasn't a friend of a friend of a friend type situation. It was way more tame. We weren't getting nearly as drunk. Like, it was just a completely different scenario. But you know what's funny, though? That last house we lived in... Um, where we didn't rage super hard our landlord uh he didn't necessarily give us a hard time but we had our difficulties but then we moved out um we stayed there for three years um but when we moved out these new college students moved in oh i know our landlord missed us i found out that those new college kids that moved in after us threw someone through the bay window in the living room now the the new house that we the new house that i'm referring to the house that i'm referring to was a nice house it was like a three story house in a nice little cul-de-sac neighborhood we had some crazy neighbors that were kind of hillbillies but everybody else was really nice so like this was a nice house for me to find out that the new people threw somebody through the bay window was just piece de resistance i mean so good because he really thought we were difficult like no sweetie we're actually pretty chill and you learn that when you got your bay window you know somebody literally got defenestrated from his bay window that nice beautiful bay window that i used to read in so make sure that you you know Recognize when you're lucky with your tenants because we were pretty chill in comparison. Nobody came. We didn't throw nobody through a window like what? Back to it. Um, Oh, Another fun thing that we used to do in college. So I am not this person anymore. Definitely. Can't even believe that I used to be this person. But we used to love going clubbing all the time. We used to love it so much to go clubbing. We would go clubbing like... Every Thursday, for sure, because I think it was Thirsty Thursday or Ladies Night or something, and you, you know, used to drink free. So it was all rail liquor, but we didn't care. We were in college, so we definitely went out like almost every Thursday for a couple of years. And then um, one night in particular, where. We got invited to some kind of like, I don't know if it was like a fraternity thing or some kind of organization party, I don't know. But we got invited to a party and the dress code was like, everybody wear red. So I like to refer to it as a red dress night. We, it was like me and maybe four other girls. I can't remember the exact number. Um, We might've took two cars, I can't remember. It was a lot of us, I think. There was like a, a decently sized group of us me and my girls got all cute. We all put on our little red dresses and our little heels and we got in the car. And so the party was somewhere in downtown Baltimore, which is fine because we, you know, like to go clubbing. We've been to downtown Baltimore. We kind of have an idea of the area, but for some reason we could not find the venue. We could not find it. We circled blocks like multiple times, could not find the venue. I don't know if it was like one of them underground, you got to knock on a door and say a password or whatever, but we couldn't find it. It was just not possible to find it. And because we were all in red dresses, we kind of stuck out. So it wasn't an issue so much that we couldn't find the place, more so that we were all wearing red and walking around as a large group of obviously like misdirected people so we kind of were it was like we were sticking out in a bad way because it was nighttime we're downtown we don't know where we are and so we started to get like you know hey mama how you doing by all these guys and we had this one tiny friend who we all walked past this group of guys and they were like, yo, what's up, mama? Let me get to know you, blah, blah, blah. We are like, no, thank you, no, thank you. And we walked past them. As we got past them, we realized we're missing one from our group. Like, one, two, three, four, five. Somebody's missing. We turn around, the smallest person in our group is, like, becoming enwrapped in these guys. And we were like, oh, hell no. So we had to go extract her from that situation. Then we're like, okay, this is getting sketchy. Let's go back to the car. So we start to go back to the car. And as we're walking, my shoe, I was wearing heels, got caught in a storm drain. So I don't know why or how or when they pulled up. But the moment it was, I don't know if they're following us. The moment that my shoe got caught in that drain, that storm drain All these dudes pulled up in like a van, like literally a van door swung open to like five dudes. And they were like, hey, ladies, you trying to come kick it with us tonight? And so it almost immediately became a we're going to get kidnapped. We need to get the hell out of here moment. And so my friends yanked me out of that storm drain. I was about to leave my shoe for real. I was about to say, F the shoe. We got to survive. Like, I don't care about the shoes. I'll get a new pair of shoes. But we got my foot out and basically ran back to the car. It was just It was such a waste of time that night because we never found the party. We got all dressed up for nothing. We got harassed for absolutely no goddamn reason. We had no fun. It was just dumb. And looking back, we're really lucky that none of us got kidnapped because we came real close. I mean, a literal van swung the door open on us at one point and we made a run for it and my shoe like my shoe couldn't have got caught at a worse time but anyway um i think that's it for all of my stories uh that's it for our episode today let me know if you guys have any crazy college stories that come to mind um write them in the comments of my tiktok or the youtube video of this episode. And thank you so much for joining us. Make sure that you download this podcast on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to check out the visual version on YouTube and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Simply Evelyn for more content and a sneak peek at next week's episode. A bientôt, mes amis!